Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. If any of my viewers are watching this, just at Adam Pacitti on Twitter That's and make. I don't care. I don't care. If it annoys him <laughs> for an afternoon, then. <laughs> then I'm all for it. What three wrestling matches would you watch if you were stranded on a desert island? This is what I'm asking wrestling's best in the ring, around the ring, behind the scenes, or behind a microphone. I'm Tom Campbell. Thank you for joining me on Cultaholic Island for another episode of Desert Island Graps. Hello there, folks. Welcome back. I could have lived my life without today. It's got more red cards than goals. Like, it's not going brilliantly. He's in the matchday squads almost every week, and then he's just decided to pack it in. Yes, he's unambitious. They all are. He's coming to Thames. They need to be to come to us. Lowest wage in the league. You'll never sing that. Don't foul him. No, he's got a massive chance. Oh, my God. No. We're loving this. The crowd are going wild. Hey everyone, it's Jack from Cultaholic back again. Tom has once again entrusted me with his Desert Island Graps series and I'm thrilled to be joined by... Am I... I don't want to offend anyone by saying this, but am I accurate in saying the leading light, the crown jewel of the Football Manager online community? I've been described by others, not by myself, as the head of the Football Manager table. Oh, which, fantastic. Which I will say, in terms of in terms of content, though, I'm not, I don't make the game. No, but, no, no, no. Uh, but no, I'll take, which I'll take. No, I, I wouldn't give it to myself, but I'll take it. It is, of course, Dr. Benji FM. Um, a lot of you might be familiar with him. A lot of you might not. So just for those who maybe haven't heard of you before, do you want to just maybe summarize what kind of stuff you do? Uh, yeah, for half a decade now, which sounds <sighs> grand, doesn't it? Half a decade, I've done football manager content both on YouTube and live stream on Twitch. Uh, more recently, I've sort of figureheaded uh, the Streamer Showdown, which is one of the bigger football manager tournaments. I say one of the bigger, the biggest football manager tournament uh, to exist. So that's uh, that's really cool. Yeah, so I've, I've been doing that for a number of years. I've worked closely with football manager on different projects and uh, yeah, continue to upload pretty much daily. Not I don't upload, I've not got quite the upload schedule of Cartaholic, but um, you know, I'm trying. Yeah, well, there's, I mean, there's more of us, I suppose. That's true. Um, yeah, that's true. And you are also a wrestling fan, of course. Otherwise, mm. this would be this would be a <laughs> very unpredictable podcast. Um, so, when did you first? Was this just like a, a natural thing, like all of us back in sort of the Attitude Era, or whenabouts did you get involved with wrestling? Yeah, it, I was I was one of the Channel Four babies, if that's a, if that's a thing, which I'm going to say, where it was on Channel Four in the UK and late night, and it would be the sort of thing that I would VHS video and then watch back in the morning. Or I remember Sunday Night Heat was on at five o'clock mm. and I would tune in for that just after Football or Italia. You know, it was it was perfectly segued. Um, maybe I think that you probably, I'm thinking on Wales was on on that Sunday. Scrappy Challenge. Oh, what a show Scrappy Challenge well. was. So it was like, a, it was a great medley of, of shows and, and Sunday Night Heat was the, you know, the, the, the best bit of, the, of that. So I remember having like full three, four hour videotapes of just Sunday Night Heat, um, which I, don't, I can't imagine there was, a great number of people doing that but there was definitely a generation of us that were mm. uh but yeah that was sort of my era so getting getting a snapshot of like a bit of smackdown or a bit of raw was 
oh jet fuel to me i loved it very very exciting um and, yeah definitely that's my era have you have, did you then lapse like many of us do in like our teens or did you have you been a wrestling fan all the way through I yeah I definitely fell away from it like it's it's a simple it's happened with so many things whether it be the cricket or the football right Sky took it away from me no. and, I, and at home I didn't have access to Sky Sports I'd just be checking WWF.com and, and looking through the profiles and some of the video packages on dial-up internet and being like oh this is this worth it is this two-minute clip worth it do I want to see you know the Hardys and the Dudleys talk I had to make that sort of decision <laughs> um so yeah, so yeah, I did. I definitely fell away. There was probably a sort of six or seven year period where I, I, I definitely like followed it. It's the sort of like it was like background of I knew what was going on. But again, without being able to watch it weekly, you do definitely drop off. Um, and then it was around sort of the. I remember it was the probably the Nexus era, and then you had Daniel Bryan obviously be a big part of that and the CM Punk stuff. And it was like it was the perfect storm, and that got me back in. And then I've I've watched it sort of on and on and off since then. But there was definitely a period where I followed it weekly um a few years ago well it sounds it sounds like we've followed a similar pattern then because i got back into it through cm punk and that sort of that sort of time as well um i, I realized that maybe we do have quite a lot in common in terms of in terms of what we do i suppose because people often ask me what are your favorite youtubers or content creators or, or streamers or whatever and i think to their horror often they've got nothing to do with wrestling and they're expecting me to yeah. recommend all these great wrestling channels but because because I do talk about a lot of wrestling for my job, I like to watch things that aren't wrestling. So I think when I first became familiar with you, it, it was really good because, you know, when you play a football manager, just offline, whatever, just normally, yeah. and a great story unfolds, like something amazing happens. And I remember doing that and thinking, well, <clears throat> what's the point? Like, who do, who do I show this to? I can't, <laughs> I can't do anything with this. Whereas what you brought to the table, I think, was was this kind of shared experience where people will watch you go through a football manager save, and it's not really about the results, is it? It's about the characters and the. Would you agree with that? It's about the things yeah. that develop over time. I, I certainly wasn't the first person to do it, but I was the first person to take the story and make it more right it wasn't just the save and the journey of the team I made it sort of about the the culture of a club that either didn't exist or did exist and I added to so for example I did one with Salford where I took the class of 96 and I included them and sort of the the millionaire playboys that they were at the time and then doing a, a, like a created club yeah I definitely took that story element on and, and and tried to make it more and I think the ability to tell a story with football manager is, is is more difficult than people think. You're right. It's very easy to go down a pub and talk to one friend that likes football manager also, yeah. and, and confined in a player you bought from South America that no one's heard of. But to then bring people along that journey and even and, and basically you're just like live rats into what's going on. So it's very difficult. I don't do every game to, for people that are listening. I, I I would do sort of like a game, then I'd leave six or seven games, then I'd come back and update and sh and share the next game period that we're in. Um, but it's. It's interesting because in my current series, it's a bit of a spoiler. I've spent seven years in the same division, which is the fifth tier of English football. And when you hear that, you think that's not something I would enjoy. But people are watching it and there are enough people are watching it that I can continue to enjoy making it at the same time. Right? If it got to the point where there was like three of us left watching it, I'm making it, two people watching it. Um, that wouldn't be as fun. But to be in the same division and still hold people's interest is... Um, yeah, it's, it's really fun. It's a, it's a fun thing to do. It's not it's not a job that I could talk about when I was at school. No one yeah. no one was doing this. So it's uh, yeah, it's nice now to be able to, to to see new people start and think, oh, this could be something I could do. Whereas before, again, I was one of the first people to, to take it on in the way that I have. 
And, and I've, I've seen a lot of comments regarding your current series, which for anyone who's not seen it yet, uh, AFC Thames is the name of the team. That mm. It's like a sequel to Thames, really, but it's the <laughs> a new sequel rival. to something that wasn't real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've created your own sequel. Um, yeah. I've seen a lot of comments of people saying, because I think you might, did you go through a period of actual like real frustration with it, not being able to get out of the division? I, I enlisted the help of other creators in the space before manager. And so there's a guy called Zealand who is quite yeah. like freshly on the scene, but has exploded for, for doing tutorial stuff and tips. And despite playing the game for 20 years and him being an American who stereotypically shouldn't know anything about our sport, right? I, uh, I, did, I did some videos with him on it and sort of asked him to save it. Um, he didn't. He tried. He yeah. helped. But like, yeah, it's one of those things where we were, we were stuck in the in the fifth tier of English football with no money, no budgets, like rubbish players. So it became very realistic <laughs> to the point. Yeah. And usually a football manager series, you would sort of fly through the divisions, you'd win the Premier League, you'd win the Champions League, and then you move on to the next series the next year. Um, but with this, as I say, seven years in one division, just continually repeating players that aren't good is, um, yeah, it can be quite stressful. <laughs> well, I've, I've seen a lot, I was going to say, I've seen a lot of comments of people saying, no, we like it because of this, because it's different, because yeah. it's more gritty. I, see, I saw the word gritty used a lot, which is a strange a word you wouldn't normally associate with a, a simulation football no. game. But um, Zealand's a great content creator as well. I, I his, his English accent's not as good as he thinks it is. And I don't want to... Agree. Do you I'll agree tell as well? That. I'll tell him you said that. Yeah, right, happy right. to. I do a podcast with him, so yeah. I'm, more than, I'm more than happy to, to dig him out at any opportunity. I think he's great, though. I think he's. I like how he takes a different approach because he's American. It's almost like you yeah. know, money. You know, Moneyball, the baseball. Yes. Yeah, yeah, love it's, it. it's like very that. Fun. He's very. He's very analytical and he's like a robot playing football manager almost in a way. Yeah. He's, yeah. Part of football manager is not knowing what goes on behind the scenes of the game. Right. You're playing against the computer, so finding mm. out that information. I think it's got the potential to destroy it. So I've warned him. I've said, if you're going to make these types of videos, like just be, just be aware you're going to kill. Like, he's, he's had the guy who creates the match engine in a video recently. And it's like, just be careful who you're talking to. We go too deep with this. The programmers are on saying, I score, a goal will be scored at this angle at this time if you if you hit it correctly. So um, yeah, I've, I've warned him to be careful with how much he, he reveals about the inner workings of the game. But equally... A lot of the tests he does, you can't like replicate, and you and you get different results every time, which is why people love the game. You're going to get a diff even though it's the same game world with the same teams, you get something different every single time. Yeah, I, I read a. We, I, I promise I'll get onto wrestling in a second, but for anyone who can't tell, I'm I was also. Say, you said this was a wrestling. Oh yeah, I'm also. Time. The the usual host Tom is bizarrely good. He's a very good wrestling based interviewer, and what he does with this series is he typically will somehow magically weave together talking about wrestling and then talking about mm. the person who's being interviewed i'm not going to be able to seamlessly do that there might be points where i just go right now we're going to talk about you now we're going to talk about wrestling because yeah. i'm just not that skilled at it i just don't know how he does it he's magical you um, fooled me jay you fooled us all so <laughs> yeah but uh he no not tom i'm talking about football manager now of course uh there was a thing that i read i can't remember who wrote it but it said something along the lines of football manager doesn't care about you, the player. If you get the sense that if you stop playing, it'll just carry on. Well, it will if you if you leave <laughs> yeah, the club, it just carries on without you. You're just a part of the world. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. It's a weird, yeah. and it's it's not just a spreadsheet like my girlfriend says it is. It's it's a glorified spreadsheet. It is not. just it's just it's just numbers. It's just maths. A lot of it's just maths, yeah. <laughs> which is um which is fine. It's, it's interesting because the way it's viewed from the outside when people first approach it is like they, you, again you describe it as the football spreadsheet they're like okay i've seen excel i did that in school it wasn't it wasn't overly fun but a story i can tell to maybe entice people that have never tried it is that i managed to get soldier boy to play 
football manager. I'm sorry if this was one of your later questions. Uh, but, but Soldier Boy. Um, yeah, and when I say Soldier Boy, I do mean crank that. So yes, that Soldier Boy. As if there's another Soldier Boy. He was streaming. I hijacked his stream. He said, what game shall I play? I hijacked the <laughs> poll. I got him to play Football Manager. And then there's this, this hour-long period of Soldier Boy play Football Manager. And I'm like... I can't let him just carry on on his own here. He's, he's he's bought the game for fifty dollars on Steam at the very end of the game cycle. Like it's it's bad. I'm talking. I'm messaging a friend. I'm going. Does this night end with me sending Soldier Boy fifty dollars out of guilt? <laughs> like, is this is this how we have to end this? So he takes over Atlanta in in the MLS in America. I'm guessing he's from Atlanta. It must have been I don't, I don't think I think he just liked the place. I was like, oh, have you got? Uh, are you from there? No, he said. I was like, okay, we're, we're going to roll with this. Um, so he, yeah, he's he's managing Atlanta. There's just moments in the stream where we're playing off. We play one match together, and there's a moment where he scores like, "Let's go, Soldier Boy!" And it's two in the morning. <laughs> like, if we win, you have to go wild. If we score here, I want to see you up. I'm about to clutch this shit. Let's go! Stop playing with me. He didn't get it. I got it. What? I got it. Did he get? It's Rico. It's oh, let's go, Soldier Boy. It's Twitch. Come I on. Soldier Boy, man. Come on, Come man. on. I'll get the harmonica out. Let's. It's Soldier Boy. Come on, man. It is Soldier Boy. We're loving this. The crowd are going wild. This let's is exceptional. Go. Ooh, let's go. And you there you, are and elite, there you have it. Twitch.tv slash Soldier Boy. Football Manager 2020. First game. This, first victory. First do. dub. This is what we do. Shout out Dr. Benji. That's what we do right Let's here. Yo, you, you wanted me to play Football Manager 2020? I play Football Manager 2020. Let's go. This is the start. There you, you conquered go. it. You won it. This is all you. This is unbelievable. Lad Bubble got involved. Football Manager themselves were like, what happened at night? Like everyone went to bed. <laughs> and then at two in the morning, I'm playing Football Manager with Soldier Boy. Um, and I got I got a video out of it. So worth it in the end. But yeah, very, very funny. And he follows me on Twitter now. So we're, we're boys. That's, um, yeah, and of course, are. I realized bringing this up that Soldier Boy has now got a new chapter in his life where he's taking on Randy Orton. Verbally. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and I don't want to say I'm to blame, but, <laughs> you know, if you want a link, Jack, there's your link, mate. <laughs> I watched that Soldier Boy instance back, and it, it, Football Manager is a game that requires a bit of patience. Soldier Boy did not strike me as a very no. as someone with a very long attention span. Can, so can I control the... the players? He asks. So I have to explain <laughs> very quickly. You've given me like the possible segue with the mention of Randy Orton there, so I will yeah. accept it, and I will ask you uh, what is going to be your first match because we're taking you to a desert island, and you can take three matches with you, three wrestling matches from any era, mm. any promotion, and we'll do a, a bit of a, a bit of a general section later on with a music, uh, an album, a film and a luxury item but for now what is your first match it's a classic we talked about the era in which i started watching and i suspect that you've had quite a lot of people do this this um was it desert island graps desert it. island graps fantastic name by the sounds way. Really, really it's really indian cool really great well i don't know it, it sounds original um <laughs> i've gone for and this is well, this will be unsurprising to many i've gone for the royal rumble 2001 for 30 men no other night in their life is as important as tonight while 29 will fall, one will be given the chance of a lifetime. The chance to become World Wrestling Federation champion. Most have never been there, gazing from afar at the gold. Never closer to them than the sun, and never as reachable as tonight. This may be their only chance, so they will fight 
until the last drop of sweat hits the canvas, until they have seized their opportunity for distinction, or until their bodies succumb to the anguish. There are those who have been to the top, experiencing the WWF's most coveted prize. But to have been to Eden and tasted its fruit may be worse than never having been there at all. Tonight, these men are ravenous wolves on the hunt. Championship junkies fixated on victory. Tonight, 30 men are pitted against each other with one singular purpose, one common goal. If WrestleMania is the showcase of the immortals, then tonight, the Royal Rumble is the first step to ultimate glory. It was on Channel 4. So it was very important. I wanted to thank Channel 4 for bringing me this map. Yeah, when I think of Royal Rumbles, when I sit down to watch a Royal Rumble, my hope every single time is make this Royal Rumble like the 2001 Royal Rumble. Um, and to be fair, some of the more recent ones have actually been quite good, especially some of the women's ones have been a bit more drama-filled, right? There's been that element to them. Um, but yeah, there's, there are so many things that stand out, whether it be the Hardys battling for what seemed like the first time to me. And then you'd have Raven and a bowling ball and Steve Blackman was there and Kane. Oh, dear me. And Kane having a, a, a monstrous is the best way to describe it, Rumble and things like that. The whole the whole pay-per-view was really good, actually. There was some really like, there was, there was a great earlier bladder match. There was the uh, the Kurt Angle Triple H match like, that preceded it and then obviously followed into the Rumble with him attacking uh, Austin and things like that. It was, yeah, it's definitely up there for me. Yeah, you've also got the stare down with Rock and Austin on opposite oh, sides of yeah, the ring. Yeah, so good. Austin's just pouring with blood. It's so good. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you've chosen a rumble because uh, I think listening to some of the earlier episodes, because I'm not the usual host, a lot of people seem to forget that they can pick a rumble. A lot of people <laughs> just go for singles matches and stuff. Yeah, I wasn't I sure. I was nervous, actually. I didn't know what the uh, rules were. The, uh, 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 we, can, we can definitely put a rumble in there because a rumble is like... Everyone looks forward to it like Christmas in wrestling, no matter how jaded you are with the current product or anything. And I think it's... Would you agree that it's just because of the structure of the match? It's just the mystery of who's going to come next. It's the yeah, way that it's, it's built. It's perfect. The, the special event idea of it, right? It's, it doesn't feel like any other event that they have in wrestling. I remember being younger and thinking the closest thing was like King of the Ring because it, it felt like there was this build to an eventual crescendo. And you get that you get that in a rumble. The, count, the countdown, a, a, a crowd's... Charting, like forgetting sort of 10, 9, but then 8 is strong. Every time, 8, 7, <laughs> 6. And by 1, it's like, do we know who it is? We do know. Is it Drew Carey? Who's it? <laughs> is it the Honky Tonk Man? I mean, there's so many great characters from that particular rumble as well that um, I've got a lot of love for. And it, it, it was arguably, it might have even been one of the first pay-per-views I watched at like 11 years of age or something, like 10, 11. And then it's the sort of thing that when they brought out the network, first thing I watch, I'm like, right. We're going back there, are we? Yes, we are. And uh, yeah, I could, it's, it's one of those matches I could rewatch over and over again, despite the fact it lasts well over an hour. I, I love the awkward, uh, like, anti, anti-pop kind of thing when music hits, but it's someone solo down on the card that everyone just forgets their music. Yeah, Everyone's when like, it's Bobby Cannon, it? and you're like, oh, if no but, one's... I'm afraid we can't have any Bobby Cannon slander on... Can we on not? Any... No, 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 because myself, Ross, and Matthew on the podcast realised that we're all actually big fans of Bobby Cannon. You didn't realise um, it at the time. We all realised simultaneously that we've been keeping this secret, that we're all big fans. <laughs> okay, of... sorry. Yeah, yeah. We I, should all have mentioned... said, I should have said someone else. Yeah, yeah, um, it's fine. Don't worry. Oh, there's, there is that regret now. But again, there's, oh, it was, there, are, there are so many moments in that. It, it felt like it was broke up into three parts, right? It's that classic thing of you have the opening of it and it starts off 
Usually, like, it was quite, it was quite, a, quite a passive open actually. I think it's Jeff Hardy and one of the right to center guys. It might have even been Bull Buchanan. It might have been. Um, my, one of my favorite wrestlers, Bull Buchanan. Um, <laughs> and, and then Matt Hardy comes in, and then you have like the Drew Carey situation, and then not long after that, Kane joins in, and you think, oh, things are about to get very serious now. Um, I remember Scotty too hot being in that rumble as well. I'm just trying to of like my memory of it's pretty good, but I'm trying to go like in order. Just, right. uh, the Rock comes out 13th, and then the Big Show returns and cleans house, chokeslams everybody. Who's oh. going to eliminate him? He's massive. Oh, he's impossible to eliminate. It's, it's, yeah, I don't think, I don't, has it ever been done? I'm not. E- every year they forget that he's been eliminated. <laughs> well, he's never won one. So he's, so he's apart from 2000, which he technically, justice for Big Show there, he, he should have won that one. Yeah. The Rock's feet did hit first. Um, I'm still hanging on because they turned Big Show heel for just wanting to wanting to essentially go to VAR and say no look like Roxy yeah. did hit first when he comes I, I very distinctly remember the line when he comes in I think JR goes he's big and he's bad and I think you could, <laughs> you could, have, you could have had more words <laughs> but it sticks oh. with me every single time and then he and then he's eliminated by the rock he chokes onto the rock through a table um Billy Gunn comes sprinting to the ring is another classic line that I remember from uh from that, you know, I've not watched it in years, and I could still quote the commentary. That's how. This is why it has to be first of the, mm. of the matches you uh, you reference. Um, but yeah, phenomenal. It's it's a, a great one. Do you think? No, probably not. I was going to say, do you think your enjoyment of it is magnified by the fact that you were a, a you were a young you were a child first getting into wrestling? Then, but it has gone down in history as maybe the greatest rumble ever at the same time. So it could have just been. A nice little coincidence. Yeah, I didn't realize at the time just how much, like, how much it would obviously then stand the test of time and be remembered. Because it was like it was, it was crazy. Like there, there, there wasn't like it, it, looking back now, you, you, it'd be difficult to replicate a rumble like that now with the same like authenticity that existed back then. Right, everyone was just buying into it at the time, and now you would it would be like memed to the point of like it, you'd lose that a little bit. You'd lose what was the culture of the time trying to do that now. Like it'd, it'd be like if James Corden came out everyone would be like oh we can't why is james corden coming out on a bus like, singing singing a song yeah, singing on a bus why is he driving to the ring with justin bieber um, oh is he doing that kanye rap from american boy okay <laughs> yeah, yeah. is he, he reciting i size baby again oh, we've seen it james. we've seen it i actually don't mind james corden but he's the sort of person that would 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 enter, and you'd think, oh, we've not. It's like Logan Paul, but on another level. It's that yeah. sort of thing, isn't it? I don't um, think he got as hated as they wanted him to at WrestleMania. I think it was just a bit more apathy. Than how did you expecting. feel about Logan Paul being at WrestleMania? Because um, like, he's from our industry, so we look at him with a slightly different lens to like your average wrestling fan. Yeah, I, I sort of accepted it. I, I feel like. From I'm not I've not watched a lot of J, of Logan Paul's content. Sorry, I think Jay Paul's obviously very detestable. But Logan seems to have actually grown and matured since his yeah. awful era a few years ago. Um, whether that's an act or not, I don't know. But at least he seems to try to be trying to put out a positive kind of message or yeah. a positive energy about him. If I've, I've used the term positive energy, I hate that. Um, about Logan Paul, I know. Which is, which but, could have predicted that. But I feel like I sort of accepted it, but I wished that it was in another match because yeah. I didn't want it to interfere with Zayn and Owens. How did you feel about it? I I find the reaction to to Logan and Jake quite funny. I think they are like just caricatures of YouTubers. They are like if you if you could have drawn a YouTuber five years ago, you'd have drawn these guys 
and hated them immediately. And they're everything most people don't stand for. They're like these, these pretty, like all American guys that one's from the Disney Channel, one wants an acting career, got cut from Baywatch or things like this. Like it's um when I see that when I see them do things that break like the the online world, I think that's cool. I don't think they're the greatest represent- representation of what YouTubers are. Um, they are they're like they're constantly in the middle of being a, of being like fully fledged celebrities and being content creators. So whichever way they go, like they're they're going to do well in both. But they're like for me, they're not people. People talk about them as being like really talented. I think they're they're very good business people. But in t- and so to to be on WrestleMania based on what happened to Logan like years ago now. And for Jake to be fighting Ben Askren, looking at fighting for like Conor McGregor, like you can't you can't deny that, that the influence they're having on the on the social world is massive. But whether there's that much value to it from like how you, you can, not many people would put Jake Paul up on a poster and say be like him. Yeah. Like and, and that's something that I'm conscious of. But overall, overall, I'm probably a bit like you. I don't really care, which is which is how I feel about it. Like I'm just like, yeah, of course he is. Why why wouldn't he be? I don't think I'm the best person to ask either because I feel like I kind of got into YouTube by accident. Um, I sort of fell into it. It was never really an aim. I just sort of started because there was a gap at, back at What Culture for a presenter. Uh, Adam mm. Pacitti was was ill for a little while, and I just filled in. And I did want to. I was pushing, saying, "Oh, that looks fun to just drink and watch wrestling on camera <laughs> as my job." And yeah. um, and then it just grew from there. And I did gradually start to. I kind of get more interested in learning how to be a better presenter, learning how to do this, learning how to do that. But I, I don't know if I'm considered, would you call yourself a YouTuber? Uh, based on my tax information, I'm a social media influencer, which is even worse wow. than a YouTuber, I think. <laughs> you kind of have to put that right. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely a YouTuber. I'm addicted to it. I'm, addi- I'm addicted to being a YouTuber. I had, my first YouTube channel was 2006. I then had another channel, which did pretty well. I was one of the first... 50 partners which was the first 50 people that could possibly be paid in the in the uk wow. with, a ch- with a with a non-football manager channel i was part of the first initial and um, for those that remember the, sort of the charlie is so cool like era of oh, youtube the for those, the those that can remember yeah, yeah that's no, it yeah, yeah drinking cups of tea things like that um so i was very much part of that era and then i stepped away for a number of years and just sort of watched and researched but i was still i still knew that one day i wanted to go back into it and with live streaming partnered up with that I could go into it. Look, see, it's funny because people think YouTube started in 2013 when K- when KSI started doing Road to Division One videos. Um, whereas I remember it five years before that. I remember when like that the transition from being YouTubers that spoke into cameras to people that did gaming, that did wrestling, the football content was like it, it. It was a big wave that suddenly happened where you had people doing not a lot of variety, and and like the biggest variety channel was like Smosh were doing stuff. So it's cool to see. But then you've got other people like the, the, the biggest name that comes to mind right now that is those early YouTube days that has gone on to be something so much bigger and so much better is Bo Burnham, who oh. I don't know if you're... Oh, I'm very with. familiar with I love Bo Burnham. Yeah, because he's, he's, just, he's just announced recently that, uh, about, about a month ago, uh, he, he announced recently that he's bringing out a special and uh, and, and like the, the excitement levels I have around that because I remember watching his channel. He's very similar age to me. He's a week, he's a week older than me. Right. And I remember watching his channel when he first started doing stuff and he was doing his songs on his YouTube channel, I think, you know, wow, like this is, this guy's going to be something one day and I don't know what it's going to be. And recently he was in, he was, I don't think he was Oscar nominated, but he was highly nominated for uh, Promising Young Woman with yeah. Carrie Milligan. And we watched it, like me and, me and my partner Ellie watched it this week, weirdly enough. And then he's announced that he's doing some, uh, some stuff uh, previously too. So it's, 
that to me is what like a YouTuber is. Someone that started off as a YouTuber, knew their roots, went went into something bigger and and made the most of what their platform gave them. And I feel like the pools do that to some degree. And I think every like every YouTuber kind of wants to be that. I think with you, like you're doing something you love doing and you're quite, I don't, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but you're quite happy being where you are. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I, I, and but, but that's like, but the comfort of that is something that 15 years ago you could never have dreamed of. Like this is sort of like a stable company business thing that you can just be be within and enjoy and flourish in and and equally like get paid for it, which is the, the like the the elephant in the room, right? That's the bit that people still can't get their head around. It's crazy. I, I do think it is interesting because we're obviously we've entered it through through two very different ways. Um, mm. But I do find myself sometimes if I start watching a YouTuber talk about like say ones who do. I don't know. I got I got really into the idea recently. I think it was because of lockdown and we just couldn't do it of doing some sort of like travel based challenge. But trying to work that into wrestling wasn't we couldn't really think of a way to do it. And it was lockdown. So it might be just one for the future. But then I started whenever I watch videos of a certain theme, I almost subconsciously think, oh, I want to start doing something like that. And then I sort of the next day think, well, no, I'm, I'm doing wrestling, but it's trying to find ways to diversify wrestling content i think a big way you've managed to diversify your content is with uh twitch because twitch is the yeah. new was well, is, is it the new thing now it's the current thing um, yeah, yes it, it's one of those things that it's like doubled in size in the in a year like equally it's been around for 10 years but it's, it's one of those things right it was just in tv which i remember watching wrestling on right i didn't have access it's funny that actually i remember watching having to watch sky and but watching Sky through Justin TV when it wasn't being monitored and finding any stream I could to like to watch something or other. I remember actually, I remember just uh, such a random thing that I've never told anyone, Jack. So this is gonna be oh, wow. I'm oh, gonna wow. I'm gonna finally admit what I did. I remember watching a Justin TV stream of wrestling and starting a rumor that Rikishi was returning. For no reason <laughs> at all. I think I was what? like claiming I worked at WWE. <laughs> I was like, Rikishi will be will be back tonight. And the chat, like, what? Is it is that a rumor? And then I just slowly exited <laughs> and left the, he didn't return for about four more years so um in a right. way I, in a way i was right he did he yeah. was going to return i didn't necessarily say when so you can do that I, about anyone you should start doing videos like that you should just say the return and then when he actually returned just there you are told you yeah we did uh we were given a tip about someone returning uh from someone from a reliable source actually and then oh. they didn't return and okay, i'm not saying who it is but occasionally the rumor keeps coming up like they're gonna return and mm. and then it and then there's always like one or two people who go yeah well cult of Hollywood lied about this and i'm like no we didn't we were given like we were given an actual yeah. source it was very bizarre yeah. i don't want to blame bull buchanan on this podcast for that but you know he knows, what he's done. <laughs> he knows, he knows what he's done. <laughs> Um, but yeah, on the, on the subject of Twitch, obviously myself and Owen, we do our own football manager Twitch stream. I feel a bit guilty because we're kind of interfering in the football manager sphere, but we do try and spread the word about a lot of football manager creators to our audience who might not be familiar with football manager. Yeah. Um, and we've uh, enjoyed it loads because Twitch gives you such a... I found that watching your Twitch streams and watching other football manager uh, content creator Twitch streams... Is that that's much more of a chilled atmosphere? That's more of like a a casual thing because YouTube's obviously very high energy and stuff. Yeah. Whereas Twitch, do you find that uh, easier to do or more enjoyable? Yeah, I, def I definitely enjoy the live element of it. Like, I, it's, I've always had this desire to one day maybe do radio, and I've never had the opportunity to like go into that. And I always felt like oh, if I don't go down the hospital radio route at university, I'm never going to be able to do it. And now at thirty, that probably is beyond me <laughs> that bit. Yeah. So I'm going to have to find other ways in. So I definitely feel like I can. I can still have that sort of talk radio 
sort of attitude to it. Sometimes I get people in Discord calls and I'll talk to them live about football or about other topics. And, and that's a really lovely thing to do. Um, it's a, they're very different skills, as I'm sure you found out, like doing, doing a pre-recorded, edited up video that you can change and maneuver and, and manipulate how you want to doing something live is equally challenging as it is fun. Having that instant feedback of someone straight away seeing what they're saying being able to, also being able to like call someone out immediately because <laughs> when you get a youtube comment it's like well i'll reply to that and maybe nine hours later they'll reply and with twitch someone will say something in chat and i'll go oh, explain yourself we're all we're all watching <laughs> like let's see let's see what comes back um so that's nice but no fostering a community on there and I, like I, I, it's funny you say that you you feel like you're invading i i think you should just be standalone in it i think some of the football manager stuff you do together is really good it's also different having like two man always having like an assistant manager yeah next one another being like a team deciding things that's something that most streamers just don't have so like that unique element of it i actually think is really interesting we've i, I feel like we've t slightly forced the characters upon the players somewhat we should let that <laughs> develop more we've just given nicknames to them like five pound ken and but that's perfect that's perfect. Well, the, pro to. the problem the problem some people have though is if you if you nickname everybody someone new coming to the stream is then like i don't know who and mm. who this person is. Who is, is Johnny Three Ropes? Like, why is he, and why is he called that? Like, <laughs> so you do have to be careful. Um, I, I guess we should move on. First of all, I feel so rude. I should have congratulated you earlier in the stream because of course last year you did have a child. Uh, and I, wanna, I did, yes. And you did, I should have mentioned that first of all. Yeah. Um, and for, at the risk of I've still, got, I've still got him as well. I've still got oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the, at the risk of provoking kind of a, a very exhausted response, how, how are you, how's it going? It's uh, it's the it's the greatest joy I think I can ever get. It doesn't matter how many times. It's, his current thing is he's, so he's uh, he's eight eight nine months old, nine months old right right now. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so his uh, one of his favorite things at the moment is to fall asleep, lovely, falls asleep, great stuff. Seven o'clock every night, and then to turn over at one and three and five onto his face, suffocate himself and cry. Uh, and then I have to just go over and just go, there you go, turn him back over and see how long it takes him to turn back over again. Um, but no, he's, yeah, he's an absolute joy. He's, it's, it's the biggest thrill I could have ever wanted. It was something that me and Ellie both wanted for a, a while. It was just like circumstances had to, had to get there, just making sure that we were going to bring him into a, a secure family unit, really. Um, and now we've done that. It's, uh, yeah, it, it doesn't matter how many times I have to roll him over when I see him in the morning and he looks up and smiles at me. That's, that's worth it. Well, massive congratulations there. I, I can't imagine, but I'm sure it's, it's fantastic. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty ace. Um, to continue the theme of just kind of shunting the theme of, of this interview back and forwards, we're now going to move yeah. on to your second match of choice for Desert Island Graps. Okay, so again, I'm, it's era-based. I, I feel bad because there's not, not, not a great deal of recent stuff on my list, which I hope is fine. Yeah. Um, and I've gone for a match that I, I'm, I'm, like, again, it's vividly, it's 2002, I'll sort of tease it a bit, you know, you know keep, keep, keep people interested. 2002, uh, we'll see if you can get, get it. I'll tell you the, the sort of SummerSlam, 2002. Come on. Uh, I, can, I can get, I can probably guess it, I think. Go on. Is it Triple H and Shawn Michaels? It is Triple H and Shawn uh, Michaels. I, I recognize that I'm not in the best of shape right now. The doctors have told me I'll make a full recovery. They say I'll be 100%, 100% by, say, uh, SummerSlam. I'm going to sanction your match in SummerSlam. Officially, your match will never happen. But it will happen, Eric. I will fight 
feel there's nothing left until my legs are gone. You won't forget me. Cause I will fight till my final breath just to see you fall. I'll make you fear me. Sanctioned to the point where it's scheduled, which I, uh, I yeah. always quite like. Yeah, it's I, what, I, I, I would like that more if they did those unsanctioned street fights just during other matches. <laughs> just yeah, like, <laughs> that'd be good. Why don't they do that? Yeah, because the then it does. Got... Go on, sorry. I just, I was just going to quickly say a big problem I've got with today's WWE is it feels so sanitized and so sterile and so like in boxes, like this segment, then this segment, and there's yeah. little. It's not as chaotic as it used to be. But sorry, carry on. Sorry. So, so yeah, so when I'll sort of go more into the match, right? So when Shawn Michaels uh, was a big deal, right? It was sort of like 97, 98, a little bit before that. That was just before I got into wrestling. So when I first started watching it, I didn't really know. I knew Shawn Michaels through SmackDown 2 and that he appeared as like the commissioner or something in the video game SmackDown 2. And I, and I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's Shawn Michaels. But I wasn't fully aware of like the DX stuff that had existed before that. So when he came back, I was a little bit like, I don't know. I don't know why everyone is so excited about this guy. I'm, I'm not like fully on board with it. And then I was completely won over in that SummerSlam match where he and Triple H sort of come back as friends, and then they're not friends, and they have this match. And it's it's such a like back and forth. It's it's, what, it's a longer match. I think it goes sort of like 30 minutes from entrances to to end. Um, and yeah, as I say, it's so back and forth. It's got so much action in it. And and so, there's something about that era, right? And I'm sure it's been discussed many times amongst you guys is that JR's commentary of that era just like sold a match for me. I don't know if it was because I was younger and I was like just engrossed or even if now when I watch the club, he does like AEW stuff now and I watch it and I think you care about this more than anybody else in the room. And that's why it's so good because your ability to then make us feel like we should care about it is what is drawing me into wanting to know how this ends. And I feel like sometimes I watch wrestling and I'm, I'm loving the spectacle of it, right? I'm loving the athleticism of it. I'm loving the storytelling. But sometimes I watch wrestling and I think, I don't care about the end of this. So that when that happens, my reaction is, oh, okay, that's good. Mm. Rather than being, wow, that's what I was wanting to happen. So, yeah, there's definitely a, there's definitely a blend of that. And with, and with this, Triple H was the villain. And JR loved to play Triple H as the villain. Like It was, the, it was a perfect combination of him being that guy and, and, and JR being that up. And Shawn Michaels was sort of the, the forgotten friend that has come back and, and had to fight its way to get that respect back. And in the end, 
like doesn't because Triple H whacks him with a sledgehammer. Which was... I, I was a huge Triple H fan as a child. I, I supported him like I do Sunderland for some reason. I just he was my guy and I always wanted him to win. <laughs> do you have a scarf? Do you have a Triple H scarf? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a tri- Triple H Ultra. I go to Triple H. I go to uh, Home and Away. I go to like Shawn Michaels <laughs> Away. Where he is? See what you wanted a travel show. You've got it now. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Follow Triple H Home and Away. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Well, you are a Liverpool fan, but I'm assuming that you're a big football fan as well as a, a big fan of football manager. Did it go football, then football manager in like a chicken egg sort of scenario? Oh, yeah. So I was born in 90. So then I was, I was playing football from like four, probably. I was I was obsessed with it. And I, 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 I'm, I'm still obsessed with it. It's different when you're 30. I can't play quite as often as I used to uh, for various reasons. But it was a case of... Yeah, picking football manager up when I was like 10, 11, playing, like, it's again, similar era to wrestling. I like, picked them up at the same time. I'd be playing championship manager, but I'd have WWF.com open. Um, he still say, can he actually still say, are we allowed to say WWF? On any other yeah, I think we can. We're still okay, right? Yeah. The pandas aren't going to come for us. So I, I imagine they're all pandas. And no, you'll, know, you'll know why. I'd like, I'd like to think <laughs> that you would have to, imagine if they said that from now on, any mention of it, we want it bleeped. Um, that'd be a nightmare. So no, so like I would, yeah, I would do two in tandem and they'd football managers, I said, started championship manager before there was a split between the companies of championship manager and, uh, and football manager in 2005. And then, yeah, it was just, it, it, as I say, it goes so hand in hand with one another. And it's interesting really, because I've forever thought I should be doing football content. Like I, that's where I'm best. That's what I should be doing. So uh, exclusively on this podcast, Jack, this summer. I will be doing. Uh, I'll be doing a lot more football content. We'll start facing wow. it around England, and if people enjoy that, we'll be moving into doing more uh, more club stuff after that. Um, Can't wait to see the crossbar challenge featuring. Oh, that's going to be. Oh, I won't be doing that, but I'll just okay. be talking about it. It's more sort of punditry. Yeah, right. Because there's not enough you, of that. Do you so, know James Alcott? Do I know James Alcott? Or do you know of James? I don't know. Yeah, I was considering him a good friend. Oh, he's. I, I'm a big fan of him. I think he's fantastic as well. But he does that sort of analytical. Breaking down football yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, and I think he was in the, he was in some of the streamer showdown stuff we did. Some oh, of course showdowns. he was. What matter? Of course uh, you know him. Of and I think that was the influence for him to think I should do football content. You know, I've spoken to Ben. He's quite clearly. I need to do this before he does. Um, <laughs> yeah. But now he's done. He's done brilliantly on YouTube. And the way the way he talks about the game is 
is different. He's on True Jody's Kickoff, which is a mm-hmm. Twitch exclusive show now, and he does some really great stuff on there as well. Um, yeah, I, th- I think there's. I think that doing it around the Euros will be helpful too. But the, the love of football, I say, it, it coincides so beautifully with football managers. So it'd be interesting to see if I can actually use both to tell a football story as well as just a football manager story. That sounds very exciting indeed. It's it's always exciting when when you think that right, this is the next little avenue for not that you're going to depart from football manager no. content, but it's always nice to try a hand at something new and um and just see if it catches on. And with the Euros coming up, it sounds like it's gonna sounds like it's hopefully gonna go down really well. Um I must also ask a little bit about the clip of you making a big save in your younger days as a because you're a goalkeeper, right? I uh, well, in my final year of youth football <laughs> Um, my like there was a, there was a team made up of a lot of my school friends that weren't very good. It must be said. So I thought, how can I help? And I was I was predominantly a central midfielder in my in my youth, um, but I was played for the school team in goal to stop me getting injured, okay. <laughs> playing like playing uh, either like development centre stuff or playing youth football. So that was my way to be like, right, okay, this is going to be how we're going to approach this. I'm going to go in goal for them for an entire year, and we'll see how we do. We took them from the bottom of the league to like third second in the league that season and that save was pivotal so for those that haven't seen it which i suspect is the majority uh it's a free kick whipped in top left hand corner i tip it onto the bar and it's not over because i think i then get up and <laughs> i get off in, in an under 16s match uh in the norfolk town of bungie and just go come on yeah. and i watched it i watched it back recently like i play it on my stream quite regularly people can request to watch it um and there's the young striker who's about like four foot three is clapping my save. And I just turn around and go, come on, in his face. And I, re- I didn't realize until like a decade later that I have done that. This guy is like applauding my save. And then I'm just turning around and giving him, giving him the big one. So yeah, disrespectful, but also very fun. He could have been applauding his teammates' shot. He could have been um, applauding the effort, maybe. I don't know. I knew, I knew the guy that took the free kick. Like, I, 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 I met, I, I met him recently, just like walking <laughs> along. Like, I imagine like in a nemesis yeah. sort of fashion. Like, there he is. So we were sixteen. Now we're thirty. He went to like we went to the same college. He didn't go to the same school as me. It was, it was a little further away. But then we sort of reunited. He was one of their better players, so I knew him through like playing other for other teams and things like this. Um, so it was a nice moment for me. So he, yeah, he might have been. I like to think he was clapping the save, but you know, don't take that away. I've already come on in his face. That sounds awful. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't you can't say that. Like, but yeah, um, no, it was. Uh, it was. It was. A, it was one of the happier times in my life playing football. And then, oh. yeah, I've certainly not played that much in the last decade. But it's, it's the one big thing I miss. I've never been able to relate to that much. I was a basketball player, five foot ten. I was I a thought, basketball oh, yeah, look, player. I think a lot of people look at you and go NBA. Yeah, that's the yeah. very model of, of an NBA athlete, really. Um, but, you know, I've, I've tried my hand at football, and we at Coldaholic are looking yeah, that's, to... That's your problem. Feet. What's that? It's feet. feet. You've got, you're trying your hand at it. It's not yeah. going to... That's a, that's your basketball roots coming, coming into play there. <laughs> um, we are apparently, I've been told by some of the other lads in the office, thinking of setting up a little five-a-side group, which I'm not looking forward to because they're going to... We've had a, we've, There's a lot of new lads who've come in, haven't really mm. met them much before everything got locked down, and now they're going to see me as just a just a very substandard footballer, and it's going to be what position? What position are you going to play? I don't know. In 11 aside, I was always a fullback, but I'm glad that this was in the days before the fullback became quite a key position, yeah. actually. You can't really do that in five aside either. You can't be like, no, I'm going to play, I'm going to play right now. back or left back. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't really work. No, interesting. Uh, well, good luck with it. I mean, thank you very much. Sounds petrifying. So, <laughs> I can't wait. In the Northeast um, as well. Good luck. 
Luckily, it's not a very big sport up here. That's always the cliche the pundits say. that They love football up there. But I don't know, because I'm from here. Is that not the same elsewhere? I imagine in other parts of the nah, country. Nah, Norfolk's, Norfolk's not particularly. Like Norwich, obviously. But then outside of Norwich, mm. they're the closest team to me for for like an hour and a half. Like, there's no one else around me. I, I think once... Ajax are next for me, genuinely. Ajax? Oh, across the save. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Tottenham, maybe. Oh no, because you're that would be for Ipswich. Well, it's more sort of Ip, yeah, Ipswich is like surrounding sort of Ipswich, Cambridge, Peterborough. Yeah, uh, that sort of. But there's nothing else. Yeah, it's quicker to get to. I love. I like this one of my favorite things. It's quicker to get to Manchester if you go via Amsterdam from where I live. <laughs> <laughs> East Anglia really is. It's an infamously for any non-English people listening. It's an infamously hard part of the UK to get to. If you look at the UK, it's kind of the. Arse, I'm on the right it? of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 We don't have motorways. No. Like that's that's literally how it, we. There's no motorway. There's the A1 that goes through the M11, and then there's no there's no other motorways. If you pull up a map of England and you look where there's no motorways, that's where I live. I live at the furthest bit from the motorway. But weirdly, quite a few YouTubers are from there. You're from there. Uh, Ellis Away Days is mm. from there. Jack Mate, I think. Yeah, is from Jack there. Mate's from Norwich. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few. From, all from tall. Local. All tall people also. Which is strange. We are. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, I wasn't born in North. I was born in Lincolnshire. Which. Oh. Boston, ruins Boston that story series. a little bit. But, yeah. yeah. Never mind. Um, I was... <laughs> I just want to slip in a little anecdote here, if I may. Um, I was once expecting... Uh, I can, I'll disclose the amount. I was expecting £30 for a, a sponsored tweet that I, I did. Yeah, I did a, a tweet or a retweet or something. And then it never came, the £30. So I contacted the guy. I said, not trying to kick up a fuss or anything, mate. Um, just wondering where my £30 was. Deal's a deal. He'd I mean, well, 100%. And he'd accidentally sent it he sent my £30 to Jackmate because he clicked on the wrong Jack in his <laughs> contacts. And I was like, you've just given Jackmate, who presumably is doing all right for himself, mm. you know, 30 of my... I did get the extra... Was it recent? Did... No, this was uh, about maybe I was going to say, I could, I, could, I could name drop WhatsApp him now and be like, you owe Jack the job with some money and he wants it now. <laughs> he knows a lot of wrestlers, so... <laughs> Come yeah, on. they don't like they don't like me, but I know them. I could No, they definitely know. like they definitely like uh, you. You're, not, you're a very lovable man. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Um, I remember once because we first. I remember the first time I, I stopped. I started watching your videos before we'd ever talked, yeah. and I can't remember what it was, but I made some sort of reference or comment or tweet, and then in the next video you went, yeah, someone's said this. I know who, I know what you're on about, Jack the Jobber. And I was watching the video, and I got this sense of like, oh god, he, he knew because I didn't know I didn't know you were a wrestling fan at all. I don't yeah. think. It was very bizarre. Can you remember what it was? Uh, no, I don't remember. But I, I, like, I, yeah, I remember because uh, this is the first time we've ever spoken. Which, yeah. which but I feel like we've like we've coexisted uh, for for a long time, for many years, but in our own spaces for a few years now. Um, yeah, we've conversed for a while, just sort of through DMs, which I guess is how a lot of online creators talk initially. I guess so. Especially especially this past year, which is a yeah, massive shame. True. Um, we are now moving on, though, thankfully, to the fun part. Oh, it's going to be great. Uh, we're... <laughs> Don't laugh at that. That's a, do you want that my third was... match? No, no, we do. What we do is... Is that like... the end? Yeah, yeah. It's was like, that the showstopper? Because like a... I'm not sure. I might have to change match. It's all right. Wait, it's No, this is a little interlude, and then we do the third match at okay, the end. Okay, good. Don't worry. Okay. No. Why? What have you? Do you wish you'd done them in a different order? Uh, I feel like if I'd have ended with the rumble, people would have gone, "Wow, great choice." With the oh. match I'm going to choose, you'll see when we get there. So you know, stay if, tuned. Keep listening. If it's any consolation for my episode, where I was the one picking the matches, my my third and final match was Steve Blackman versus Albert from a SmackDown in 2000. So oh, okay, mine is in that realm. 
So, that's fantastic. Yes. That's what we like. Because everyone's chosen Mike Awesome Tanaka or whatever. It's No, it, we want a silly or, or unique ones. <laughs> okay, good. But we, but we are on to the fun part of the show. Can't wait. Uh, basically, you've got to choose one movie, one album, and one luxury item. But the trick is, which I've learned listening to Tom, it's not really about the items. It's about... It's a way of going, so what, what music are you into then? So, um, <laughs> yeah. You've seen through this. You're unbelievable. Uh, yeah, I'm like Zealand, digging down into the code of the, the structure of the game. Um, so we'll go for movie first. What would be your movie of choice? So it wouldn't be my favourite movie, which is probably... So my favourite film is The Dark Knight, which oh. is, a, again, superhero movie. It's surprising, isn't it? But not the film that I would take with me. Um, I, would, I would take the film that I could enjoy... Every single time I watch it, with The Dark Knight, it's a bit more of a slog, right? You've got to be, you've got to really be behind the Joker in that. I feel like to, to really enjoy it. So I'd go with Catch Me If You Can, okay. um, which is quite ironic when you're on a desert island because then you can't, you can't be caught. So if anything, that's what you should have done: is just go to a desert island, not be caught, bunker down. Is this George Clooney? Am I thinking of the right one? I've never uh, no, seen this it. is this is Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio. Tom, ha- I was Tom, thinking ha- of... Tom Hanks is chasing Leonardo DiCaprio, who is taking on different roles. He's a con um, man. Yes. Yeah, yes. and he's bouncing checks all over the place, and it's yeah the story of how he's trying to be caught is absolutely fantastic. And then it's like it's based on a true story, which is, yeah. which is why I think it's so good. Um, I think it's one of it's one of the best performances by both of them, and uh, yeah, it's, it's I'd, I'd take that with me. And why would you choose that? Because you mentioned deliberately there that it's not your favourite film, but is it particularly fun? Is it a bit more? Yeah, I think I think it, I think it is that. I think it's although you know what's going to happen. It's it's one of those films that is the storyline is continual, but you're obviously taking different jobs of like high importance, whether that be a doctor or a pilot or things like this. And and again, I just love the performances of both of those actors within it. Like I, I, I could honestly with film, you could have kind of I, I could have gone for the Mighty Ducks too, sure. You know, and I and I love D two. The first one's good. The second one's fantastic. The third is okay, and the TV series is surprisingly good on Disney <laughs> Plus. And we're not, uh, yeah. They've brought back Gordon Bombay. Oh, good lord! It's, yeah, it's fantastic. Um, I very much enjoy it. more than I should be because I don't think it's aimed at me. But then again, mm. I was a fan of the first series. Um, so yeah, I could have gone for that again. You mentioned Moneyball before. That's one of the, one of my like more favourite films. Very very much enjoy that. Um, can we catch me if you can? I think. Do you know what? Ask me another day, Jack, and I might change my mind. I don't know if you're Ooh. like that with films. Depends. Depends how you catch me. Ironically. Oh, hey, I'm a, I'm rubbish with films. I'm not a big film buff at all. What's your so, favourite film? Um, Super Bad's up there. That's a fantastic film. Mm. Uh, the one I chose for this series was School of Rock. But again, these aren't like Oscar. Not these aren't like. You I've know, seen. I've seen. I've seen the musical of that in London. Of School of Rock. Have you seen that? I've not, but well, we I should know. go when lockdown's over. <laughs> Let's go. Me and, me and Ellie went it. two years ago, which I want to say is last year because we've lost a year. But yeah, it went a couple of years ago. Fantastic. Was it comparable to the film? Was it as good? Was it the same realm of greatness? Yeah. I made a noise there, haven't I? Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't as good as the film. The film's brilliant, though. Like Jack Black and, and that crew are, are brilliant, and the kids in it are, are like are brilliant. Like the, the way they perform everything live is sensational. Yeah. Obviously, they have to add a lot of songs that aren't in the film. So you're watching it like, you no, know, this wasn't this wasn't in it. There's only like two songs from the film that are like recognisable, um, but no, it's it's good. Like, yeah, it's it's good. It's like a seven out of ten musical. It's, it's okay. okay, that's good enough. That's good enough for me. Yeah, yeah. you'd like I'm, it then. I'm game. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely. It, they'll probably I'm, tour it soon, so you don't you won't even have to travel. Absolutely. I don't know, Jack. Honestly, I don't know why I've, I don't work. I don't work for for the stage production of School of Rock. Although it sounds now like I'm. I don't know how we. I don't know how we found ourselves in this in this 
hole and we both we're both trying to get out but we can't it's the school of <laughs> i talk about well I, I'm, I'm, you're gonna try and take us off musicals i'm gonna bring us straight back in a minute so yeah that's true that is very true um so what yeah what is the album of choice then for the desert island again get me on different days i will answer i'll give you different answers but as of right now it would be the album the two the two-part album of hamilton the musical. Oh, we are back in musicals. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm a fan of. I'm a fan of all of it. It's. It's not a musical like other. Have you seen it? No, but I know. I know about three songs from it. Do you like musicals? I do. I do like. Okay, musicals. you would. You would definitely like. Right, tonight we will. We will sit on Discord together and we will listen <laughs> and watch and enjoy. Um, no, it's yeah. It's it's really really good. Uh, Lin Manuel Miranda plays Hamilton in it and. Uh, I'm so I could have had that as the film, right? Because like they brought it out on Disney Plus, um, the stage version with the, 2000, the 2016 cast. Mm. Um, this is one of those things, right? Where I've I've played football manager with Soldier Boy. I love Hamilton. It's very they're not in the same <laughs> world, um, but no, yeah. So I, I I know all the words to like all of the songs as well. So I won't I won't do it. I won't do it now. Um, Quite wordy songs as well. So that is impressive. they are, yeah, yeah. So yeah. but I, I want to say all of them. I mean like eighty percent of the good ones, um, which is the same thing. But yeah, that's probably what I'd go for. My, my music, I, I could listen to anything really. Like, I'm not, I'm not super, like nailed in on one type of music. I'm, pro- I'm, I'm quite like sort of indie pop, probably. Don't, don't mind that sort of thing. But again, equally, I'm a huge man, a fan of Hamilton. Don't mind a little bit of. See, when when I say I'm quite like the rap, sounds a little, <laughs> sounds a little bit too middle class to possibly. Stuart Lee calls them the rap singers. All the rap singers there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, Shotty Horror. He's he's up there for me. Um, yeah, he's great. So, uh, yeah, I've got... What you've done there, what you've done there is known in wrestling as popping the boys. You pop the boys there, what does, Benji. What does popping the boys mean? Because wrestlers live a very repetitive lifestyle of travelling and, and wrestling and just being together in cramped conditions for so long, it becomes like... And I'm speaking from experience with, with WCPW. Mm. It becomes... There's a there's just a culture of pranking or like just to alleviate the boredom of traveling right. around. And when what one thing that wrestlers like to partake in is popping the boys. A pop obviously is the crowd when the crowd cheers or explodes oh, or something exciting. Okay. But a pop but a pop between a pop in wrestling terms between wrestlers, a pop to pop someone actually means to make them laugh. Now popping the boys is when you go out in your match and secretly do something a little bit silly yeah. which only the other wrestlers watching are going to pick up on, but none of the fans will. And then that's presumably going to pop them backstage. You've popped that. the boys there. Noam Dar once tweeted, I am the world champion of Pop the Boys Championship Wrestling. Okay. Which I imagine popped a few I'd like boys. I think there are montages that. of this and, you know, top 10 lists. And if there aren't, I think there should be. We, so. tried, to, we tried to pop the boys uh, ourselves. And there's like three of us, me, like Pachiti and Sam tried to do a bit of, bit of yeah. popping the boys because we were too scared to do it with the wrestlers because they're bigger than us. But we all, <laughs> we all, we all gave each other like a little word or phrase. We had to slip into conversation with a wrestler backstage. Can't remember what mine was. Pachiti's was, yeah, this is big boy shit now. So <laughs> he's like looking through the curtain before the show with like Bubba Ray Dudley or someone who's seen it all. And he's like, oh, there's quite a lot of people out there. And Adam just goes, yeah, it's big boy shit now. It's <laughs> just fantastic. I'm a big fan of uh, Adam Pacitti. I think he resents me massively because you bring me up in conversation when he's trying to talk about wrestling. He doesn't know about football, manager. No, or football, I don't think. 
No. So yes, yeah, so I, 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 I admire Adam Pacitiano. I resent him in equal measure. So the problem is, I know that if I managed to get him to watch something, even if he wouldn't know what you were talking about, I feel like he'd be quite dialed in with your sense of humour, which is a shame because he because he's got no interest. in No, no, he can't stand me. So he can't that's, stand that's, you. That's mainly wow. your fault. Yeah, he's come for me many times on your broadcasts. Yeah, which I don't has, know if it was—I don't know if it was alcohol-induced, but it felt—it felt like personal attack every single time. So. Went through a little phase, didn't he, of going yeah. like, "Don't care who this is." Yeah, like, no. and it was yeah, years yeah. ago, and I'm not over it. Mr. <laughs> PC, so, <laughs> thanks very much. I don't know if you'll listen to this. I'll—I'll I'll try and get him to listen to a snippet. If of any it, of but... my viewers are watching this, just at Adam Pacitti on Twitter That's and make. Help. I don't care. Help. I don't care if it annoys <laughs> him for an afternoon. Then, <laughs> then I'm all for it. Before we get on to your luxury item, do you want to, if you've got any more questions about Pachiti, if you want. Oh, good. Just, I'll feel free to, I'll feel How free often to does away. he talk about his success at being on billboards and things like this? Because I imagine he brings it up all the time. No, he, he never mentions it, but then occasionally it'll trend again. It's one of those yeah, things that like, comes times. back around. And every time his, his Twitter blows up and he's like, yeah, it came up again. Yeah. Well. And uh, one of those times, my mum texted me saying, hang on, the lad you work with, is that... That's the billboard guy. And I was like, yeah, 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 that's him, yeah. So. Yeah, he was on GMTV, or whatever it was. He said Lorraine Kelly was a bit of a flirt. Well, she, well you know, I've seen her interview uh, KSI a few times, and that's the chemistry there is off the chain. So look out for cheating. Hot and heavy, Lorraine, yeah. Lorraine's got, got options. Yeah, she does. <laughs> um, right, what then, what is your mystery, sorry, your luxury item? Now, of course, I'm, I'm assuming that to watch Catch Me If You Can, I've got an iPad anyway. Right. I think Tom insists for some reason that it's a DVD player. So a DVD and a, can, and a telly then, make... obviously a DVD player yeah, and a telly. Yeah. And, and then, somehow and a plug socket. And then the well. music can obviously be played through some DVD players, so the, yes. the album is covered on that. Yep. Um, see, now luxury item-wise, I, I live in a world of technology, and that's all That's all I really have. So I wrote down, and I'm looking through my, I made some notes for the podcast, because I like to come prepared, and I've written down something that now I sort of think, was that something that you should have read? So I've gone with, for the Diablo. Um, you've yeah, you've, you've listened. He's pulled the face. Listen, uh, for those that are familiar with circus acts, um, the Diablo is two sticks uh, with a piece of string that connects the two, and um, Diablo is something that you can flick into the air and catch again and do different tricks with. And for a man of my stature, which is sort of an overweight six foot two man. I am surprisingly good with the Diablo. Now, obviously, if this was video, Jack, I'd, I'd perform live, and I'm not going, I, I, and I wouldn't, that's, that's not true. Um, but I'm, I'm surprisingly good with the Diablo, and our endless hours of fun before, you, before your wrists hurt. I'm relieved. I thought it was some sort of, I thought it was something dirty. I was worried. No, 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 no. The yeah, Diablo. it's not. It's the, it's the, are they also, are they the same thing as devil sticks? No, that's three sticks and you use two sticks to hit the stick. No, it's quite, yeah. I imagine the skill is probably quite similar, actually. Right. I, would, I would guess sort of balance and technique. Uh, uh, there, there is, uh, you probably think, why on earth? <laughs> like you live in Amsterdam, why do you want a Diablo? Well, you've chosen something, you've chosen something that you're already good at, which surprises me because a lot of people choose mm. A skill that they could, like if they can't juggle they'd take juggling balls i'll take you a keyboard do. but i'm not allowed i probably can't have a, how many sockets are there no you can take a keyboard well yeah you can do that All but right. the diablo but Key, the, why, keyboard. why why how did where did this come how did your affiliation with the is it a diablo or diablo i don't know if it's the diablo or a diablo i mean yeah there's their solo piece of equipment um 
in in the great Yarmouth area that I live in, which I'm sure some listeners hopefully have been on holiday to once or twice, uh, one of the best attractions you can, because it's a holiday resort, right? So seaside town and uh, one of the best things you can do while here and i recommend to anyone listening is go to the circus and it's a circus that stays there all the time and it's called the hippodrome circus uh, again not an advert not not promoting this at all but um they before the show when i was younger growing up they would there'd be someone or a couple of people doing diablo and i used to watch it and think that's the coolest thing ever my mom's never gonna let me do that in the living room like no mind the garden because i throw it over a wall um so yeah i used to watch that and think i would i i would probably be brilliant at that and then I got one, and I was—I wasn't brilliant. <laughs> Turns out it's quite difficult. Um, but then after, yeah, after a couple of weeks of practicing, um, I got—I got quite good at it. And then I just really enjoyed doing it. So I would take the Diablo because one, I've not used the Diablo in, in a while. I've got one somewhere. I don't know if it's in in my office um, that I use now and again. But um, yeah, because oh, it's just funny because we were on holiday somewhere. It was the sort of thing you know when you go on holiday and you buy something that you absolutely don't need and shouldn't be yeah. taking back with you, but you're like, I could, I would never buy this at home, but because I'm on holiday, I'm going to buy a Diablo. Um, maybe not a Diablo, but any sort of thing. Like sometimes I buy a hat, don't need a hat. I've come with a cap, but I want to buy, I, like, I remember being in Tenerife, and we were, it's quite embarrassing really, just walking around shops, looking for nice, like sort of trilby hats almost. Um, oh, or trilby. Not necessarily trilby, but just I don't know if trilby was the right word, but just just you know the sort of sun sun hat, a male sun yes, hat. Right. My head's too big, so you'd go up and you'd have like a Spanish woman come up to my head, try and put it, can't fit, take it off, put it back on the stand. I'm thinking that is this is this, there's no yeah. there's no joy from this for me. They're just so indignant. And so the Diablo was one of those purchases. I saw one for like eleven quid. We were we were just like in like Ely or something, a place that you shouldn't... I don't know why they're selling Diablos outside the front of a... on like a postcard stand. So I picked up a Diablo, took it home, and um, yeah, it was quite a good week before I got back to being a normal person again. It, was it that this was post getting good at it? You'd seen your old your old flame, essentially, and gone, there it is. That's one of them. Yeah, I, I saw it. Right? I thought, that's coming home with me. And yeah. it's quite awkward when that happens at sort of 11 o'clock after you just parked the car and you're, you're far <laughs> enough away... So then you spend all, you spend the next four hours carrying a plastic encased Diablo because you can't do it anywhere because you're not good at it at that point. You can't just like whip out the Diablo, give it a whirl. So I just saw that Diablo. I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna go in with that. That's coming home with me. I pulled. Uh, I'll check this with Tom, but that may be one of the most unique. That's a fantastic answer for luxury item. Thank you. Um, I can't imagine anyone else has picked that. A lot of people choose like if someone else has and... picked Diablo and listens yeah. to this show are going. Another Diablo. I'm <laughs> 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 about the Diablos. I'll be furious. Um, a lot of people are obsessed with picking like toilets and bidets and as if it's real. It's not real. It's not real. We're not really sending you to a desert island. Come no. on. Come on. Choose something fun. And you have. So thank you very much for that. Uh, we do now have to get on to your... You're quite hesitant about this, but your third match for Desert Island Grabs. It's a very short match. And again, it goes back to the conversations we've had previous of the era. I could have gone for many that I thought were great. Uh, I'll give you a list of the the close, but not quite. Yep. Um, so uh, Raven, Big Show and Kane. I don't know if you recall that. Just through the through the wall. Yeah, I mean, that was enough, wasn't it? That was that was chaos. Um, I really enjoyed, I was one of the only people in the world, I think, that really enjoyed the short Goldberg-Lesnar match. When he just yeah. hits him with two spears, Jack Hammer's done. So I'm just like, oh, well, that's, that shouldn't... We should, we should, I don't know if we, should we have hated that or should we have enjoyed that? You're, you're the authority here. Adam Pacitti loved it. Another oh, I, thing you've got in common. Yeah. He, he loved it. Absolutely yeah. great. It was the perfect thing to have happened in that moment. Absolutely loved that. Um, but a match that's slightly longer than that, that I've gone for 
Uh, and it, I'd be remiss not to bring a match from Sunday Night Heat to this, okay. to this. And it's probably the most memorable Sunday Night Heat match, I think. I don't know. Again, I'm going to test your knowledge. Mm. What is the most memorable Sunday Night Heat match of all time? I could struggle here, but is it halftime? Are we counting halftime heat? Uh, I don't. I, honestly, I don't know if that was on Channel 4 or not. I don't, oh, on Channel 4, of course. Channel 4. But again, I've got for Channel 4 only uh, choices uh, here. I'm afraid I can't. Go for it, go for it. So I've gone for S.A. Rios. Oh, what a man. Sorry, versus, versus Kurt Angle. Oh, when Angle was WWE champion. And S.A., congratulations. Because that's tonight. You will have the honor of telling your future illegitimate grandchildren that you lost to the very best. It's true. Or as they say in Spanish, El Boy Truo Arriba. What a jerk. Is that even the right words? No. La verdad is the truth in, in Espanol. Well, nevertheless, Kurt Angle will go one-on-one with S.A. Well, I'll tell you what, Kurt Angle thinks he's uh, he's buying himself a deal here. Thinks he's cherry-picking. He's going to have a walk in the park against S.A. Rios. If S.A. Rios can put together, it would be a huge upset if S.A. wins. Oh, absolutely. But S.A. Rios has what it takes to win here in the World Wrestling Federation. It was like the child in me thinking, why is he on this? He's never on this. They never have the big stars on this. And it was the classic thing of, Esserios is going to beat Kurt Angle and become WWE champion. What a moment this is going to be, or WWF champion at the time. And I can't believe it. And he goes close like two or three times. Angle's on the ropes. You're thinking, oh my, this is going to happen. And obviously Angle wins. But it was the first time I thought anything could happen in the World Wrestling Federation. And, that's... and at this point, presumably, did you know that wrestling was scripted or not? Probably not. Yeah. Which is why magic, magic I was... was a lie. Yeah, which is why I was so hooked at thinking... This is, I, I remember thinking like, see, that's funny, isn't it? Because I remember thinking some were, some weren't. That was my way of rationalizing it. I'm like, yeah, some of these are definitely planned. Like, you know, they've, they've, they've put crash mats under Shane McMahon here when he's jumped off against the big show after hitting him with a book repeatedly. Um, and then, but, but then, yeah, as I say, as he jumps off, as, as, he jumps off, as, as that match unfolds, you just, I'm so engrossed in the SARIOS story. I don't know if I watched an SARIOS match after that. I probably did. Again, he was the sort of person that was on heat regularly. So I must have done. I was always rooting for him. I was as well, and I don't know why. I don't know what the appeal was of S.A. Rios, but yeah. I remember my best mate when I was a kid got SmackDown 2, and he said, I've got SmackDown 2. The roster is huge. There's so many people you can choose on it. Yeah. And as a test, I went, really? Has it got S.A. Rios? It he was. Went, it does. It does yeah. have S.A. Rios. And I was blown away. Smack, SmackDown 2 is still one of my favorite video games ever. Like it's probably not it's probably not like top five anymore, but it definitely was for a long time before I was like massively into gaming. I wasn't really into gaming until I was like eighteen. So like pre eighteen, people would go, "What's your favorite game?" I go SmackDown Two, which uh, I remember the story mode being oh better than it ever should have been. Then it has oh we could reminisce about SmackDown Two for some time. Yeah, again the same friend we used to talk about Hardcore Corner. We called it, which sounds awful, but it was basically (laughs) there was this backstage thing that would where you'd be your character would be walking along. Yeah. turn, look down an alleyway and go down and get beaten up. And it would happen so often, it was a bit unfair, actually. Yeah, no, I remember. Was this, was this SmackDown 2 or was this just Bring It, maybe? I don't know. That, the, the, the music of SmackDown 2, I remember watching like something on it recently. In fact, Pachiti might have played it on like a stream Probably. of like retro games or something. And I remember, but I remember watching and hearing the music for it and thinking, oh, that's fantastic. And it was at a time when, for loading screens, they would have just like stills of the wrestlers in between. 
and I'm not going to lie, as a prepubescent teenager, that was my first look into into, into females, probably. The the wrong the wrong ones would come up when your parents would enter the room. Yeah, Tory. It would always be the original yeah. Tory. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. Terrible. Not great. Uh, so you're you're not just a fan exclusively of of football based games. You're quite <laughs> is is it quite a diverse thing? Are you are you into like other genres of games or? Yeah, it... if I get if I give you like a cross reference <clears throat> of games I really enjoy, I would say uh, Call of Duty, City Skylines, Minecraft, and let's pick another one like PGA Tour Golf. Yeah, big fan of that. Uh, the F1 games, Counter Strike. I'm, I'm quite good at Counter Strike Global Offensive. I'm pretty good at CS:GO. It's quite an eclectic selection. Yeah, I'm not. And it was. I'm similar with music as well. Like it's, it's, it's difficult to pick one thing because I'm into like all sorts of things, whether it be Rocket League or Among Us or do, do GTA videos occasionally at this point. So yeah, I'm one... sort of dipping into all sorts. Well, you didn't mention it, but this was my attempt to shoehorn in your Grand Theft Auto role-playing experiences of late because you've kind yeah. of dipped your feet in the world of GTA role-play, which is which is quite popular on Twitch, as I understand at the yeah. moment. People set up their own servers, I think, where... But, like, I, I have no idea. It's it's To me, it's like what wrestling is to someone who doesn't care at all about... or doesn't understand wrestling. I don't understand what the point is so is there can you explain possibly what what this is about so, G, so gta gta online of course has existed for ages yeah it yeah. existed in gta 4 has been in gta 5 despite the fact i remember at launch it took forever to be good and like loading times were a nightmare but now um yeah people set up servers so that the, the most famous one on twitch is no pixel where a lot of the big streamers go on and you, you basically just become a character you play the role of a character so um there's a uk server which i enjoy and i sort of i sort of go in Sort of as me, but my character is called Jack Space, who, for those that know the scene that I'm in, there's a there's a very good friend of mine, Jack, who's got a YouTube channel called Work the Space. So I sort of just like combined parts of him and created this character called Jack Space, who actually I've got, again, the, they won't be able to see Jack, but you will be able to see that I can recreate Jack Space at any point okay. via look, you see. So, uh, so uh, I, anyone... Anyone familiar with Dr. Benji's content? You are a fan of a prop occasionally. He's brought the props out. I love a prop. I've got a harmonica that I like to play. I can play one song on the harmonica. Yep. Got a bell. Well, well, that's not a prop. You've been con there. Okay. That's that's on the stream deck. Oh, I've been... been You're not the first person to be duped by that, to be fair. It's a very realistic sounding bell, yeah. Yeah, it happens. Um... So yeah, the Jack Space. Yes, Jack Space is, is yeah, he's my he's my GTA persona, and and he's sort of like it's, how would I describe? I've never had to describe him before. He's like a hapless leader of a gang that is ultimately fails because we are we are not a well put together. So we do sort of like robberies of shops that go wrong very very like very commonly. Um, we created a group called the Weathermen, um, where we just see it sounds it's getting sadder by the sense because you make it rain or is there a no because we uh, the code to know that you're in the weather man is just two people saying nice weather isn't it (laughs) (laughs) so so, it's very it's very british to be fair yeah you ask someone are you in the weather man and they go lovely weather isn't it you go yes you are (laughs) wait 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 you ask them if they're in the weather man there's no code for the question there's just a secret answer yeah it's not like it's not like moscow's nice so you can yeah you walk up to anyone else so the worst thing is it's already been prearranged kind of like people i've met in the server that are in the weatherman there's a group of us so i could go but i could go up to anyone randomly and go you in the weatherman and they go you what mate what no i'm not right. in the and you go ah oh, right. he's not no he's not in it he's not in it and we've we've got our own little headquarters that we've sort of hijacked part of the police station which they're unaware of it's yeah it, again 
football manager, football, Hamilton. It's a. I mean, I dare say I'm quite an eclectic person. Yeah. Uh, I've got, I've, yeah, it's Diablo, you name it, S.A. Rios. I'm more, I've got all bases covered. I would urge anybody who's not watched your content before to check it out because either on Twitch or on YouTube, because you've got, am I right in saying you've got two channels? I know you've got a second one. Have you got, is it just the two? Uh, my, yeah, my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash drbenjifm and twitch.tv slash drbenji, sort of the main hubs of what I do. Yeah. Uh, Benji plays is where I do my GTA stuff, yeah. That's the one. So I would urge everybody to check out his content because you're not, for people who might think, well, it's, if they're not in a football manager, it's just football manager, I'm not going to like it. No, because you do, you do do a lot of different stuff. And as you mentioned, you're going to be going into more football-based yeah. content in this summer during the Euros as well. So it's very exciting times. Um, I should probably ask sort of a big philosophical question to wrap it up. Like what's down the line? What's in the future? You know, the sort of yeah. the sort of things that are asked. I, can you, do you want to got anything to say about it? Because I haven't got a clue what, I don't know how to wrap this up is what I'm saying. I'm stuck. All right. Um, okay, all right. In the, so yeah, we, obviously we do the streamer showdown, which is the big tournament we do. Taking that to, to new levels, doing doing that live. As you say, doing, doing more football content. I think exploring different avenues, trying different things. Um, I love doing I love doing stuff like this, right? I love like collaborating with channels that are so not in the in the world that I that I'm in. Like, but equally, there's a I don't know if you're aware, there's a huge crossover of football manager players with wrestling. Actually, like, why is that? I, there are I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the similar similar lifestyle choices. But we, like, there we there, honestly, there's a huge amount of football manager fans that are interesting. If you bring up wrestling in a stream or on a video, that that is the chat for an hour, like at least it it comes wow. up all the time. So. You're picking a good niche there, by the way, to, to move into with your football manager streams, because there's already that crossover. Like when I, I mentioned I was doing this on a stream and the chat exploded with, oh, brilliant. Like, I can't wait. So, well, I didn't realize there was such a crossover. So, yeah, there is a, there is a huge crossover with it. But um, in, terms of, in terms of life advice, surround yourself with people that make you happy. That's, Fantastic. What a way to round it up. Uh, I should give you one more plug, actually, before we wrap it up, because I did want to mention at some point the streamer showdown, which is your competition tournament it's like a gladiatorial battle really isn't it yeah, it's, e- it's esports but not esports between football manager people because football manager can't really be an esport it's not really got the, the tools yes but, um, but you set it up the best you can yeah it's competitive it's a competitive uh football manager that has recently been sponsored by kfc which is a bit mad for <laughs> like <laughs> for uh yeah they sponsored about six of them five of them in a row um so yeah we, we put it on every month uh it's just the top football manager streamers competing we've had the likes of again if you're in the space you'll know like spencer owen mentioned james alcott before and manny of course who many people know in the football youtube world um yeah i've had a variety of people as well as all the football manager guys um and it's yeah it's it's something that is growing like it's had to become a business and a company and things got very serious i'm sure you've had moments like that where yeah, yeah. suddenly you're like oh blimey this is this is actually like there's moments where i'm doing like admin for it and i think this was not why i got into doing I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't wake up every day in my pants to be doing this. I mean, this is not what I anticipated. Yeah, I was just having a laugh. What's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why am I having meetings? This is, I don't, I didn't come for meetings. I'm doing content, but here we are. Looks like it's all paying off though, because it is growing. And again, I would, I would urge anybody to check it out. You're very, um, you're very, are you, are you a heel in the streamer showdown? You're a lot more braggadocious in that than you are in your own YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, everyone in the showdowns are quite nice. So you can't, you can't have, like, we have nine people each weekend who stream and take part, and we have, like, a Soccer Saturday show that exists. And every, and everyone in it is quite nice to each other. So I feel like we can't all be nice. And as the organiser, I sort of get free reign to be... I'm sort of... 
so I'm not the villain necessarily, but I am the person most willing to antagonize everybody else. <laughs> so you, you really do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to the point where I was watching it and I was like, this isn't him. This isn't what no, he's it's not, No, it's really not. And then, and then fans of other people's channels, like the community is pretty close knit, but if they're not aware of me before you come into <laughs> battle with me, you can imagine they're not my biggest fan immediately. Then they come to my stream later on when their street, their favorite stream was not online. They go, Oh, you're not as much of a dick as I thought you were. I'm thinking, oh, thanks very much. No, I'm, no, I'm really not. But again, it's it's playing the idea. So, fans of me really want me to win. We've done like twelve of them or something. I've never won. It's very embarrassing. Um, and despite organising it, it's what Spencer was like. You've organised this. You don't even win it. I'm like, yeah, because that, that wouldn't look great, would it? Yeah, but think of the moment. Think. Of well, the that's it now. So now the mo So so there's now a huge amount of people that do not want me to win under any circumstances. But there's now a group that are like, okay, he's, he he need, he deserves one now. <laughs> like it's been. This has gone on long enough. Um, so that's nice. But it's uh, yeah. Lelujo's won it like well, five times. Sorry to bring that what up. What are you doing? Me. This I is know, like I'm when sorry, people, when you tweet that. about me and all people do is reply with other content creators that you should be watching instead of me. And I'm, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, he likes uh, me. He likes me. Don't tell him about the other ones. Oh. The worst one I had was once. Uh, I think it was. Um, I can't remember. It was, it was uh, some, oh man, it was some sort of, no. Right, it was it was my ex girlfriend. Right, oh. I, I met I met I, we got talking through Twitter. Right, I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but she she made contact via a tweet to me, and someone jumped in and went, "Forget him! You want to check out this? You want to check out this presenter instead in wrestling?" Yeah, which was like an extreme example. Of, of course, like, I, I, Adam Pachisi happily married now, so it all works out in the end. Works out in the end. Um, but thank you so much for being on it. And obviously, um, the streamer showdown is monthly now, I believe. Uh, yeah, monthly. It is indeed. When can we expect... Uh, oh, no, because this isn't going out. Forget that question. Um, <laughs> if you want to just uh, let us know where we can find the streamer showdown or yourself on socials, if you just want to run through anything you want to you mention right now. All uh, the showdowns happen on Twitch in the Football Manager section last weekend or every month. So it's pretty, right. pretty easy to remember. Um, and then yeah, on, on YouTube, all, all things really. You, Dr. Benji, Dr. Benji FM. You'll you'll get you'll find your way there. You know, you've all got computers. Statistically, oh, you've got phones, so just Google it. Fine. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic Wrestling News.